0: Dad camping joke for you. So it was late in the day when a fully loaded minivan pulled into the only remaining campsite. As soon as it stopped, the doors flew open and four children jumped out. They began to unload gear and worked energetically to set up the tent. Next, the two boys ran to gather firewood while the two girls and their mother set up the camp kitchen area. The man camping in space next to them marveled to the father I've never seen such teamwork to get a campsite ready so quickly. I'm impressed. The father turned to the neighbor and nodded in a profoundly wise manner. I have a system, he said. No one goes to the bathroom before the camp is set up. What's up, good people? Thank you for clicking play on another episode of Big Man kingdom recently i went back to one of the arizona parks that i've enjoyed so much that i like to camp there every year if you follow my podcast and you'll recall that i talked about it on my very first episode here take a listen i got a chance to spend a few days in morristown arizona at the place that i'm going to call my new favorite outdoor eye candy lake pleasant regional park And Lake Pleasant does not disappoint. Seemed like regardless of where I was in the park, the water view was my backdrop and I soaked it up every moment that I could. 24,000 acres, big, beautiful blue lake for us camping people, 148 RV and tent sites. Also some areas where you could camp right off the lake, which is pretty cool. There's a lot of reasons why I love Lake Pleasant Regional Park, but my last visit was Snow Bueno. The bad vibes started as soon as I made it to the campsite. I pull into the site. Even before I get out of the truck, I notice that I can hear the camping neighbor next to me running his generator. It's 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so nothing wrong with that. However, this thing is a beast. I mean, it's growling at full volume. Site 174 is semi-developed. No power or water hookups. I would assume that the site next to me was also the same. At that moment, something had me feeling like if he's running it now, more than likely he's going to be running it later tonight. For me, it's not a likable sound. I'd prefer not to hear it. It's not one of those things that when you're planning your camping trip, you tell yourself that I got to make sure I get there in time to relax by the fire and sit back and listen to the generators running in the background. No, I definitely rather hear sounds such as the river flowing or birds singing or the firewood crackling. But I got a campsite to set up. I can't let that bother me right now. And big picture, that's part of that person's pursuit of happiness. If a generator is needed to run the equipment he wants, to equal him having a good time, then I guess I support that. And it is what it is. So I get all my camping items set up. Food's cooking. I'm ready to chill. I have Phoenix radio station Mega 104.3 playing on the boombox. Which it didn't matter because the generator tyrant not only had his lawnmower engine blasting, he also had his oldies bumping loud enough for everyone close by to hear. Which he had good taste in music, his playlist was jamming. Since it's kind of similar to the old school I was listening to and I couldn't hear my radio anyway, I decided to turn mine off and just enjoy his. I'm cool with the atmosphere for the time being. I'm laid back in my lounge chair. My belly's full. I could tell that the sun is starting to descend. I'm in awe with the visuals. I'm thankful that Yamosai has blessed me with this moment to enjoy his creations. I'm able to block out the distractions that my camping neighbor has forced me to bear. I'm in that mental zone where nothing can mess with my essence. But then, it's about to go down. Generators barking. The old school playlist is, well, it's getting old. I mean, yes, Papa was a rolling stone, and wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died, well damn it, his music should've as well. You know I don't really mean that, I love the Temptations. But what I wasn't loving at that moment was the new noise Campy Neighbor from Hell Number One just added. It's probably 10, 11 o'clock, a vehicle pulls up, some ladies get out, and now we got Girls Gone Wild, in the wild. They're rowdy. Even though a little earlier I was able to block out the loud generator and music and had planned to peacefully lounge back in my chair and soak in the lovely nighttime 70 degree, no wind blowing, no jacket needed weather and look up at the perfectly clear skies at the awe-inspiring stars. Well, I've been taken completely out of my Zen mode. They were having a hell of a time though. Gotta give them the hats off for that. I rode with it. I could be a trooper about it. What upsets me the most about Camping Neighbor from Hell Number 1 is that for this whole time, here we are late night, going into the early hours of a new day, and that damn monster of a generator didn't stop running once. And there's a developed section of the park with quite a bit of RV spots where you can pay for power, water, and other amenities, and it's only like 10 bucks more. So why drive your camping neighbors crazy, running your disturbingly loud, non-energy efficient power source all day and all night just to save a few bucks? Why, 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 why? I know you're thinking there can't be nothing worse that could happen to this poor man for the rest of this camping trip. Well, there could be, it could rain heavily which that might've worked in my favor because Rain will always be a party pooper, but that wouldn't have been cool for me either. And what happened to me the last time I was here on Lake Pleasant could repeat itself. What I wanted to share with y'all is my close encounter story. So the first night there is probably eight or nine o'clock. I'm watching TV, got the fire going. Off behind me to the right, I hear the leaves moving a little bit. Flashlight comes on and damn it, it's a skunk. <laughs> it's probably 20, 30 feet from me. After a few seconds or so, I see a little movement of his tail, and I try to haul ass as quickly as I can. I ended up falling out the chair, but I'm watching the skunk the whole time. It didn't spray me. It ran off in the other direction. I don't fell and dropped everything, the bear spray, the flashlight, the gun. So if it was something that was gonna attack me, I would've been took the hell out. Not a fighting chance. Being on the ground like that was not a pretty picture of my manhood. (laughs) That definitely wasn't fun. But turns out, I'd rather take my chances with it raining or the skunk than deal with what takes place around midnight. Enter Campy Neighbor from Hell, number two. If you couldn't make that out, that is the sound of an ATV running at midnight at a campground, supposedly with 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. quiet hours. And Camping Neighbor from Hell number 2 rode that thing for probably a couple hours. Why? 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 Which that wasn't even strike one. The first thing that I felt was disrespectful and goes completely against camping etiquette. I think most everyone would agree with me on this. Good people. Please. Don't arrive in the late hours and purposely shine your bright-ass headlights in the direction of another person's campsite. Oh, hell no! That is seriously one of the most disruptive things that you could do to someone. Plus, they had loud music, too. That wasn't to my liking. I dig the mariachi band music, but let's be honest. At 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, there's only three types of music that all of us should be listening to. Number one, soundscapes music. Don't know what I'm talking about? Google it. Number two, baby making music. You could Google it, but maybe you shouldn't because the best baby making music ever made was by R. Kelly and he was, well, making it with babies. And number three, dance club music. Music you dance to at the club. It ain't for the campgrounds. On top of that, Camping Neighbor from Hell number 2 had way more than eight people, also a campground rule. Which is the perfect segue into who I feel is the ringleader of this whole debacle. I blame Lake Pleasant Regional Park, whoever's managing it. I saw not one ranger drive through the campgrounds. Had there been there at some point, then all these infractions I mentioned probably wouldn't have happened. If not a park ranger, then there should at least be a civilian hired as a campground host, not just for identifying the guests breaking the noise rules, also because it was obvious no one was there up keeping the facilities. Like I said, I've been to Lake Pleasant before in the exact same camping spot, and I remember from the previous visit, I wasn't impressed with the bathrooms then, but I definitely would say this time around, it was horrible. What is that smell? It smelled like a month of unattended to number ones and twos. It was dingy and dirty looking. Even with shoes on, I felt like I needed to use caution of where I stepped. Lake Pleasant, you could do much better. With the bathrooms, with patrolling the campgrounds, and keeping the unruly guests in line. I even looked on their website to see if there was a number you could call after hours to report something going on. And I feel like in one night, I had to endure an excessive amount of BS. And I didn't want to handle it like a Karen. I guess in my case, like a Darren. I didn't lash out at those guests. Those things rubbed me the wrong way. I took note of them, and I'm complaining about them now because this is my platform to do so. But again, I don't blame the guests. They just wanted to have fun. That's what they paid to enter the park for. Now, on the flip side of that, we all know there's never enough staff in places we go, which is why some feel it's best to report it so that the company, in this case, the Maricopa Park District, can be aware of the issue, and take care of it. Kind of a don't know, can't help thing. Still, others feel that they have a right to speak up directly to the offending party, police the situation themselves, take matters into their own hands. And here's where I would advise you all to take caution with that. Every action is going to have a reaction. Even if you think your action comes in its purest form, to the next person, it could be perceived as aggressive. Or unnecessary. Because I've said it a few times already, we're talking about another person's happiness. And when someone comes to step on your shine, even though their intentions were meant to improve a situation, a person can feel like they need to react and outmatch you you or overpower your action. And here in Arizona, I'm real cautious about approaching people because you have to almost always assume that everyone is packing. I don't know about y'all, but I try to live my life to where I ain't walking directly in a path of bullets. Well, how did the camping trip end? I probably was able to shut down about two something. One thing about me is after hearing a particular noise for some time, I'm able to subconsciously block it out. However, my alarm clock for the next morning was camping neighbor from Hell number 1's generator at exactly 5.55 a.m. Why? 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 It was not a good night camping. Fortunately for me, both of those terrible neighbors left that morning. Peace and serenity restored. So glad I didn't have to endure that BS all weekend. There finally was a ranger that drove by. Another guest was talking to them, and I could hear that they were giving the ranger an earful about what took place last night. But at this point, it's too late since the camping neighbors from hell already had left. It was an unpleasant trip to Lake Pleasant Regional Park. But despite my disappointment this time, I'm sure I'll be back. I'll probably never see those terrible people again. As far as the upkeep of the public facilities, issues like that can be fixed. What will always remain is the beautiful piece of nature I get to experience while there. Next destination for me. I'm heading down towards the southeast part of Arizona to Going to go on your Lake State Park and Karchner's Caverns. Looking forward to that. Let me say this before I go. You only live once. But if you do it right, once is enough. This is Big Man Tiny Kingdom.